You are listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Prepare to be enlightened, entertained, and move to grow as you hear practical advice on building and enriching the experience of worship at your church. And now, Dr. Craig Gilbert. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast. Our podcast is here to help you with any and all aspects of church planning and development, but with a special emphasis on congregational worship. I'm your host, Dr. Craig Gilbert, founder and lead consultant of Purpose Heart Ministries, and I'm happy to be with you each week as we talk about important issues that so many churches must face each and every day. Please help us to share this podcast in your favorite social media sites or by word of mouth. Your help is critical in letting us get the word out about this uh, podcast and our ability to try to not only help, but challenge worship leaders and pastors uh, to think about their ministries in new ways, uh, to help them when they're challenged, uh, but most of all, uh, to uh, be supportive of the music, worship, and pastoral uh, aspects of worship ministry. Okay, well, we have been talking about uh, the new year, new ministry. Uh, we started by talking about the difference between a revision and a resolution, and we decided we were just going to do some revisions for 2020, and that by slightly changing our direction, uh, we can have a significant change by the end of 2020. Uh, in our first week, we talked about the where, or actually our second week, we talked about the where. Where else could we do worship and, and ministry than where we're doing it now? Uh, the second week, uh, the, the, the next week, we talked about the when. That was last week. We talked about W-H-E-N. Uh, were there different times that we could offer uh, worship and ministry on our campuses? And this week, we are going to talk about the how. Um, and so uh, how is one of those complicated things because it's going to be different for every ministry. Uh, I don't I'm, I'm hesitant to give specific examples uh, because in this case, it, regardless, unlike the wheres and the wins uh, that could apply to any ministry, if I start giving you examples of how uh, specific uh, examples to the music ministry, for instance, aren't going to apply to children's ministers, uh, and you know, and you kind of see where I'm going with that. So instead, I am going to give you. Uh, well, actually, let me ask you this: What if I could give you one question, one question to ask of your ministry? When it's it's a how question to ask of your ministry this one question and the answer to that question uh, could make a huge difference in your ministry. What if I could give you that question? Would you be interested in it? I hope you're shaking your head yes, uh, because I'm going to give you that question today. And when you start answering this question, then you are going to start answering the how portion of the new year, new ministry. Uh, revision. And so um, let me go at it from this. Let me start with a story. Uh, when I when I was studying for my master's degree in conducting, um, I, I was at the same time I was uh, teaching. I just come out of teaching junior high and high school, and I was preparing to go back to teach junior high and high school uh, choir. And I, I was I was in that in between time as a full time grad student. And uh, I was very excited about the music we were working on at the collegiate level. We were doing some Brahms and some Mozart and some Bach and some other uh, what we call name brand composers, big time classical composers. And um, and I and I was really uh, sad one day because I started to realize that all of this amazing music that I was getting to sing and work on and conduct at the college level 
really doesn't translate well with junior high students. Uh, you know, trying to do the Mozart Requiem with a junior high school choir uh, is probably more, biting off more than they can chew and asking a lot more of them. You know, they don't have mature voices uh, and there'll be plenty of time for them to discover. You know, there's all these excuses of why uh, we're not going to do these um, pieces. And so I was talking to my my lead professor and um, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm really sad about the fact that I cannot, you know, do these these pieces of music with my junior high school choirs. And I will never forget what he said because it this this statement has formed uh, my thinking for uh, ministry uh, and teaching and everything else since he gave it to me. Uh, it took me a long it took me a while to process it, but boy, once I did, uh, it has challenged me ever since. And I hope that it challenges you, and I hope that you see where it applies in your ministry. So here we go. He said, "There is no piece of music that your junior high choir cannot sing. There are only pieces of music." that you haven't figured out how to teach it to them yet. Now, to be honest, he was a little more straightforward that with than that. He said there is no piece of there are no pieces of music your junior high choir, choir can't sing. There are only pieces of music you're not smart enough to teach them. Wow, talk about a hurt and and that talk about, you know, sets you back when you're working on a master's degree and you're going to tell me that I'm not smart enough to teach him. But what he really meant was and, and we discussed it and, and laughed about it, but what he really meant was I had not discovered a how. I had not discovered a way to teach it to them. I just, I just assumed that it couldn't be done. Uh, I just assumed it was hard. Uh, it was primarily music written for adults. The music was written for adults, and uh, there was no way that a junior high school choir could sing this stuff. And so I dismissed it. Uh, I dismissed what I wanted to do uh, because I couldn't figure. I, I couldn't see how to do it. Uh, I just gave up. To be honest, I just gave up. I never really looked at it because I thought it was impossible. And he challenged what he was really doing was he was challenging my concept of what is impossible, what what the impossibility is. Um, because I was very quick to say, oh, that'll never work. Um, that'll never happen. You can't do that. And he was challenging me saying, no, that's not true. The It's not impossible. It is not something that you cannot do. It is just something, or he said, it's something you can't do. But he was not. He said it's not impossible. It's that you haven't figured out how to do it yet, so you just think it's impossible because you can't do it. Um, and so that's where I'm gonna. That's that's the question. One single question for you uh, when you're looking at your ministry, regardless of what your ministry is, and we're talking about revisions and uh, uh, and not resolutions, just revisions. So I'm gonna start with this question: What is something that you wish you could do? in your ministry and are not doing? What is something that you've always wanted to do? What is something that is, um, uh, you know, whatever it is, what is your dream for something in your ministry that you're not currently doing? And then I'm going to ask the question of, so what would it take? Can you figure out how to do it? I'm not even going to ask you why you're not doing it because it doesn't matter why you're not doing it. The whys are, the whys are inconsequential at this point. Um, the, what, what could you do? How could you do it? I will tell you that when he challenged me that way, I went back to all those pieces of music and I saw them in a different way because I began to see these pieces of music and say, well, wait a minute. If I just do this or I just do this or I just do this, they can sing it. Uh, if I just make this one adjustment, because what happened was, is I was looking at those pieces of music in their entirety and saying, there's no way. Uh, there's no way that this this my little junior high school choir can sound like this choir on this piece of music, and so it's impossible. Well, of course they can't. 
But it isn't impossible to do that piece of music. It's impossible to do that piece of music the way someone else is doing it. It's not impossible to do that piece of music with the group. And then I started to take, as I was coming up through worship, the way that that showed up is for, I would always be challenged. You know, someone would say, uh, I would say, well, let's do, why don't we do this in worship? And someone would say, oh, it's impossible. You can't do that because nobody likes that or, or that can't be done. And my question would always be, well, why not? Uh, all we have to do is figure out how to do it. Uh, how can we adapt it? How can we change it? How can we modify it? How can we present it? How can we introduce it? How can we lay it out? The how, the how, the how, the how. There is nothing that you cannot do in your ministry. There's only the how to be figured out. It's not can you do it. It's how to do it. The The answer of can is 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 really irrelevant. It's not a matter of, it's not a question of can, it's a question of how. So the first thing I want you to look at is what, what is missing? What are you, what do you wish you had? What is, what is something? It could be something big, but it could probably, maybe something really small. Um, you know, I had a pastor one time who said, man, I just wish people would listen to the announcements. And I said, okay, so what do we need to do? How do we get them? How do we get them to listen to announcements? And he said, "Well, they just don't like announcements. They're not interested in announcements." Okay, well, that's all good information to know. They don't like it. They're not interested. How can we overcome that? How? 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 Um, so we start with what? What is it that you want in your ministry? What is it that's not happening now? What is it that you wish you could do? It doesn't have to be something big. In fact, I would really encourage you start with something small. Start with something. Just this little change. Again, we're talking about revisions, not resolutions. Start with a little change. Maybe it's it's people coming on time. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know because I don't know what your ministry is, but I know that you know your ministry and you know where your dreams are. You know what your goals and your objectives for your ministry are. What is that? What It could be just start with the, the, the tiniest little pebble in your shoe kind of thing that just drives you up the wall that you wish you could change, but it's uh, to this point has been impossible. And I want you to put the, the story that I told you, the, 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 um, the, the uh, mantra, if you will, that my, my professor gave me. It's not that it can't be done. It's that you haven't figured out how to do it yet. And then focus on the how. Can you figure out how to do it? Can you be creative enough? Can you partner with somebody? Can you put somebody else on it? Maybe you haven't been able to figure out how to do it. Maybe somebody else can figure out how to do it. Have you sat down and asked someone else? Have you shared this difficulty with someone else and said, hey, can I just talk to you? This is what's going on and I can't figure out how to fix it. I can't figure out how to change it. I can't figure out how to introduce it. I can't figure out how to make it work. Can you help me? but solving the how and start with something little bitty tiny and then do it. And I don't care if it takes you all year. You know, if you're trying to change behavior, that how you may figure out how, but it may take you all year to see results. Um, you may just want to do something new and you haven't figured out how to do it yet. That could happen pretty quickly if you figure the how out fast enough. But, but spending time in the how starts with uh, what? What are you going to do? What is it that you want to change? What is it that you want to add? And then dig down into the how. Because again, and I'm going to finish with this, more than likely, it is not because you can't do it. It's just you haven't figured out how to do it yet. And you haven't spent the time on the how. Or you haven't explored it with someone else. You haven't invited enough people into the how process. 
uh, to really make something happen. Don't hold it selfishly. You know what? There are times when we have to admit this needs to be done and I don't know how it's going to get done. Can you help me? Sometimes we have to make that admission. And, and then guess what? Something gets done. It needed to get done and it gets done because you invited somebody else into the how process. So in this new year and new ministry and revision, not resolution, this revision of how, what are you going to do? Write it down. Right now, I guarantee you there is already something in your brain, in your ministry, that you want to do differently. You already have it. You knew it as soon as I said it. Just like that, it came to your mind. This is what, oh man, I wish we could do this. Oh, I wish I could figure out. Write it down and then commit that you're going to spend this week, maybe the next week, to finding a how. Run it by some people. Uh, Go to coffee with some folks and make make it a discussion topic. But commit to finding the how. So remember, here it is. And I actually have this on a piece of paper in my office. I actually wrote down the quote because um, I never wanted to forget it. And I never have forgotten it. Uh, um, I'll just go ahead and give him credit. Dr. Haygood uh, is the one who gave me that. And um, and it changed my life. Changed my. It ended up changing my teaching uh, career. It changed my ministry. It has changed everything about me. Because now there is nothing in, in, in my in my professional process that I cannot do. I will never say, no, but I will never accept that we cannot do something. I will only say we haven't figured out how to do it. And I'm always open looking for new ways to do it. So here we go. One last time. It is not that it cannot be done. It's just that you haven't figured out how to do it yet. So commit to the how. Commit to the how. And if you want to do anything Write that down on a piece of paper. Hang it on a wall for a few weeks. If you're like me, it may stay up there forever. Commit to the how. Uh, Until next week, God bless you. Uh, Next week, we will talk about why. uh, And I'll explain what we're going to talk about there. Uh, Until then, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your ministry. I'm praying for the people that you work with and and the sharing of God uh, with the sharing of Christ with others. And I pray that God will continue to bless you. Again, if you need anything from me, you know how to get in touch with me, Craig, at at PurposeTartMinistries.com. Uh, you can go to my website, PurposeTartMinistries.com. You can leave a comment at the bottom of the blog, at the bottom of the podcast. Uh, whatever you like to do, I'm on top of it. Reach out to me. Um, more than happy to help you if I can, uh, specifically if you have specific questions. If you have a specific how that you just want somebody else to maybe give you uh, some advice on or, or bounce an idea off of, uh, reach out. Uh, I love to do it. I love solving how problems. Uh, it's probably my favorite, favorite problem to solve is the how problem. Um, and so, oh, I know what we got to do. We got to wrap all this up by putting the three together. You got to wear, you got to win. And some people will say, okay, well, that's a great idea for a wear. It's a great idea for a win. But how is that ever going to happen? That can't happen. No, it can happen. You just have to commit to the how. So don't be afraid to go exponential on me and put the where, the when, and the how together and see what happens. Uh, now you may be getting towards something that's maybe even bigger than just a revision. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Want more from Craig? Be sure to join us online at PurposedHeartMinistries.com. We look forward to having you join us again next week.